Christ, you people suck. <laughs> wow. Marine wanted to be a It's time for another week of N4G Radio. This is episode 327 for February 24th, 2014. I am here with Jason. Greetings, programs. That's the first thing he said, even from the pre-show. I didn't even, I didn't even think he was there. Yeah, he's here. Surprise, bitches. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Supplies. <laughs> okay, nobody saw that movie. That's fine. What's the movie? UHF? Yep. Yeah, a long-ass time ago. Yeah. Supplies. Supplies. Oh, Red Snapper. <laughs> Very tasty. <laughs> stupid. So stupid, Weaver. Oh, such a great movie. Oh, we also got the Wombat. You don't know the Dewey Decimal System. <laughs> Spadula City. Spadula City. Spadula City. <laughs> Uh, There's a whole generation of people listening to this show like, what are they talking about right now? <laughs> Twinkie Wiener Sandwich. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, we got Drew. Hey, I'm here. <laughs> he doesn't know what a Twinkie Wiener Sandwich is. I mean, I know what all of those are individually. <laughs> <laughs> it's got uh, Cheese Whiz on top, just so you know. <laughs> Still makes me want to vomit when I think about it. Uh, and finally, we got John. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. We got the British connection. <laughs> yes. So, yeah. Jason. Yes. You playing some games? That would be a yes. What games have you been playing? Well, I am still slowly crawling my way through... Fire Emblem Awakening, and uh, still loving it. However, the other game that I played this week is a new downloadable title that is actually a, uh, I would probably say it's a reboot of a of a franchise that kind of peeks its head out every about once a decade. I always love Gambus' oh. build-ups to his game. I was going to say, I wonder what game he makes him be talking about. <laughs> Gee, I have no idea. He just he just drags it out. He's like, oh, I'm going to tell you yeah, in a minute. Just just say Strider. Uh, just say it. No, man, then he wouldn't be Gambus. Uh, it's it's just not Strider. It's, uh, it's one of the greatest action <laughs> arcade games ever made. That they make a sequel to about once a decade. Now, and that are you referring to the, Are you referring to the NES version or the arcade version or the Genesis version? 
Um, all of the above. Because they're very different games. They are, and uh, this new one basically takes a nod to everything that's come before. It is basically, um, if you're not familiar with Strider, basically it's kind of like a futuristic shinobi. Um, basically, you're this ninja who fights uh, like robots and Disguise. people in the future. Yeah. Well, you're not really in disguise. You're, you're kind of, you know, plain as day. You're just running around just slashing people and things into oblivion with your with your sword that you're swinging so fast that you don't even see the sword. You just see the slash. And health. And because every enemy explosions. Every enemy gives you health. Uh, not every enemy, but... Well, most of the enemies give you... Yeah, most enemies, yeah. There's lots of particle effects in this new game I've I've seen. I mean, it's like everything is shiny and has some kind of a particle, like, death effect or, or whatever. It, the graphics in this game are really good. Double um, Helix loves their particle effects. Oh, yeah. Have you um, played Killer Instinct? That thing is just particle effect city... <laughs> yeah, uh this this uh this new Strider game is is basically they 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 took the gameplay of the original classic and basically they, and then they took the structure the how should I say Metroidvania structure of the NES version of Strider and they basically melded them together with, uh, you know, modern graphics and made into a downloadable game that is absolutely fantastic. Um, the game just feels great when you're playing it. Because Strider, he is a fast, he's a fast dude, man. He's like flipping, he's like flipping and tripping and, and, and just... Yo, destroying everything that's fast. He'd be tripping you. Yeah, and it's just it's so awesome to play a Strider. Um and you know, the game no the game knows how cool Strider is. That's why there's some there's some instances where uh you're being attacked by pretty much almost every stinking angle at the exact same time. And uh sometimes it sometimes it let me see here. Um, it borderlines on frustrating. Um, so every once in a while, it, it'll, it'll get it'll get frustrating because you're being a, you're literally being attacked by almost every single angle simultaneously, and then and then it's like in order to dodge certain certain things, you. You, you pretty much has to have to become a, a uh, you know a, a seasoned expert at basically dodging and evading changing your direction of your jump in midair during mid jump in the game which uh, I'm actually pretty good at uh, um, evading lots of attacks from enemies. 
But after like a minute or two of doing this, my hands start cramping up on me and, and, and I, I start feeling like I'm going to have like carpal tunnel syndrome. And this game, this game brings back the old feeling of if you're, if you're stuck in an area or at a boss or whatnot, you know, and you play like two or three times, your hands just start freaking shaking because just because you're, you're doing so much like in, in a cup in like a few seconds, let alone a few minutes worth of time because the fast paced na- nature and, uh, you know, if you want to become an expert at, you know, dodging bullets, dodging enemies, I mean, it, it actually takes a lot out of, uh, you know, a mid-30-year-old person's, you know, hands who's not used to um, such high-intensity action. <laughs> and, 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 I'm, and, I'm, and I'm being serious. I, I, haven't, I haven't had this feeling... Um, in years, literally years. It's called that, arthritis. Uh, yeah, of you know being stuck in a, in a section in a game where it requires intense dodging, evading, and attacking, and it just freaking hurts your hands. Like, oh my god, I can't believe, I can't believe it. Just it just hurts, you know. And I'm just like, uh, but but other than that, other than you know the certain parts in this game where the intensity level is up to up to 12, you know. Um, it feels good being Strider. It feels awesome being Strider to have control of a character like that. And the thing is, this for me, I've, I've loved Strider ever since it came out in the arcade all the way back in the, in the late 80s. And it's pretty much... Uh, Partly because this same very same reason, um, it, it the the character you're basically controlling a a you know an acrobat you know in who you know can destroy things in his path with no problem, and then also the the other things that that I find charming about Strider is the unique enemies and the, the unique uh, bosses. And the unique music that you face in the game too kind of has a uh, a multicultural. Um, well, in the first stage, anyway, it's more of a. Uh, they were trying to go for a futuristic Soviet Union type of vibe. Um, uh, n- another slight complaint about the new Strider is that. Um, lots of environments are very similar in this game. And it's almost like you're fighting in the same, almost like you're fighting in the same city, but you're just fighting in different sections of the city. Like you might be in the industrial level one part, and then you're in a the uh, the metro level another part, and then you're in the main city area and and another part, and. Granted, like the main parts of those areas have a very unique feel, very different feel, but then you'll get into certain other areas where you're in a sort of a building that has like kind of a construction vibe going on in it in all three of these areas. So there are certain, 
are certain areas in each stage that feels very similar to other areas and other stages. And it just feels, it kind of just feels like you're, you're in one big gigantic city that you're traversing in the game, unlike the original arcade version and the original um, NES version, where it's a globe trotting experience. So, uh, but that is a, that is a little bit of a complaint, um, among a great overall game. I have more complaints. Okay. (laughs) Of course you do. That's what I do, Drew. Go ahead. So, you're right. It is a straight ahead, like, balls to the wall kind of action game. Um, with Metroidvania elements that are kind of useless in the combat. Um, like, the boss fights essentially wind down to dodge, slash, dodge, slash, and even on the harder difficulties, it's just more dodging, less slashing. Yeah. Like, you don't really use the powers that you get, which I find the combat becomes repetitive fairly quickly. Um, and I wanted the boss fights to be cooler and use some of the stuff that you pick up, but it's really kind of, it's a lot of it's pointless as soon as you get the spread shot. Like you don't even need to do much after you get the spread shot. Just shoot dudes. And that's essentially even, you know, shuts the combat down even more. It makes it less about dodging and jumping and moving around the map as it does just, I'm going to just constantly throw my spread shot until my power runs out and then I'll wait oh, 30 seconds until <clears throat> it charges back up and do it again. Um, another issue that I have with that game, uh, it, some people might find it an issue, some people might not. It doesn't tell you shit. Like when you yeah. when you first start the game, it doesn't even tell you, hey, use left analog stick to move, you got a horizontal and a vertical slash. It never tells you either of those things. Hmm. Uh, it doesn't tell you at all about the upgrade system, which I didn't even know existed until I hit pause to look at the menu, and I saw, oh, look, there's an upgrades tab. wonder what that does. Oh, look, there's a ton of upgrades that the game never bothered to tell me existed. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that is, that is true. Uh, and yes, the, the the environments are extremely repetitive. Yeah, I, I felt like I have not left the same level since I started the game, and I've probably played for about two hours. So, but it's still good. It's still fun. Um, just don't go into it expecting a super Metroidvania style game, because the Metroidvania stuff is mostly like, well, you can't go here until you get this, but that's the only thing you're going to use it for. We're just yeah. we're just gating areas. You're not going to use this in combat, really. You're not going to use this for other things. We're going to show you how to use it once, and then it's going to be like, hey, you might use that again, maybe. Oh, there's a dude with a shield. You better use that charge thing that we told you about an hour ago. Oh, wait, no, I didn't tell you about it. That's fine. Yeah. So, I, I still think it's good. I still think if you like the original Strider, you should definitely check it out. Double Helix did a good job with the game. I just wish they would have fleshed out the ideas that they have a little more. Because it felt like they were they were trying to put in the kitchen sink, but they didn't bother to, you know, let you actually play with the kitchen sink. Yeah, it's like they give you the whole kitchen sink, but the, but it's got, like, really low, uh, uh, like, water pressure. 
<laughs> yeah, you just, the example. Yeah, you just don't use it very much. And that's the, those parts were disappointing to me, but I'm still having a fun playing through it. Um, it's it's <laughs> don't go into it for a narrative, that's for sure. But then again, it's Strider, no. so if you were going into yeah. it for a narrative, you were doing it wrong to begin with. That's true. Although he does talk, which is weird. What does he sound like? He's not the best voice actor in the game, and the best voice actor in the game is terrible. I'll just say that. Great. So, the, the, I think the most, the, the most like, interesting voice actor is the guy that's always talking over the radio, and he's terrible. So yeah, there's that. Still good though. Are you playing anything else? Actually, those are the only two games I've played this week. All right, what are you, what are you playing this week? You gonna, you gonna finish Fire Emblem? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe if I played it for like twenty five, thirty hours, I'll probably finish it. That's probably about the amount that I still have left to go into it. Um. Uh, I'm definitely going to play more Fire Emblem. I, I play Fire Emblem every every day, pretty much. Um, let's see here. I think that I'll uh, I'll probably end up playing the uh, the beta for uh, Final Fantasy XIV. say there's quite a few things coming out this week. There's uh, we should probably start doing new releases again because that beta's out on Tuesday, and then. Um it's starting. Uh, Lords of Shadow and Thief are both out on Tuesday. I thought there was another one, but I can't remember what it is. Oh, Plants vs. Zombies. That's the other one that's coming out Tuesday. So, I mean, there's there's a hefty amount of stuff to play this week. Huh. Yeah, I, uh, I already downloaded the, uh, the PS4 beta for Final Fantasy XIV, but uh, at the time that I downloaded it, it it wasn't active yet, so it's, it was a long download too. It was a it was a uh, ten ten and a half gigabyte download. That's small for new gen. Yeah, that's true. But was it Tomb, Ra- Tomb Raider with sixteen gigs when I downloaded? Jesus, it yeah, it's a big one. I mean, when you consider that it's not even the whole game; it's probably just a section. Of the overall whole game, so that's true. Hope you got some ban- bandwidth, boy. Download. Yeah, took a couple hours. All right, so I guess I will talk to Drew then. See what he's been up to. Not much, to be honest with you. All um, right. I finished uh, Singularity that we recorded our podcast yesterday which was saturday i don't know when are you going to put it up early or no i don't know i'll see what happens this week i'm gonna say we're gonna record thursday so we'll be ahead a week kind of deal Um, it'll sort itself out i'm sure yeah we'll just have to take a week off at some point but um talking to dave about playing alone in the dark you might have to when he breaks his controller (laughs) i know (laughs) I, I love that game, and I, I totally gave him the rundown before he jumped into it. I was like, you're going to love this game, and you're going to hate this game. Yeah, I, I mean, that's, what I put the, that's what I put in the email. I was like, it has horrible voice acting. It looks like crap. It plays like crap. But for some reason, I fucking love this game. There's just It does some things that no other game has done, and they're I, so interesting. Yeah, it's, it's that's, this is such an interesting game. And unfortunately, it killed Eden Games. Well, yeah, I mean. 
um, they just got absorbed into Atari, and you well, know, we see how popular Atari is nowadays. I just bought a new game from them, you know? Mm-hmm. No, I really didn't. Yeah. So it's... I don't know. It, 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 I played a little bit of that. I just played the first chapter, and like I was immediately introduced to, wow, this controls like shit. <laughs> yeah, it's a pretty crappy game mechanically. But um, I played that. I played Antichamber on the PC. Um, I hear different things about that game. I like that game, but at the same time, I kind of don't like how it's set up. It's interesting... You know, the whole gameplay mechanic of just running around and doing different things and experimenting, that's cool. But you always end up at the starting point again and say, oh, go back and do it again, but do something different this time. Kind of like the Stanley Parable. Um, and I really don't want to do that. Hmm. It's it, it, I mean, It's got a really cool art style. I like that about it. and it, it, it's, it's one of those kind of like you know it's not everything is what it seems and it's 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 decent in that aspect but i just i don't like the going back and having to do do multiple things over again granted you can't start at certain checkpoints in the antechamber itself but eh, i don't know it's it's interesting hmm. uh let's see here i played a game, and in fact, I, I have a video for you. It should be in the Dropbox. Uh, it's for a game called Drunken Robot Pornography. That sounds... That and Rambo going live this week make me super happy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'll be talking about Rambo very shortly. Um, but Drunken Robot Pornography. I don't really know how to explain this game. If you I, watch, I think the name kind of says it all, right? Yeah, well, you play I as... I don't know if you're a robot or if you're a human and you hire robots. So supposedly you ran a bar and one of your uh, bartenders who is a robot went nuts and burned it down. Okay. And now he has stolen a bunch of your other servant robots and is starting it and he is plotting to take over Boston. Okay. I'm with you so far. So now you have to uh, go through these different levels of Boston, futuristic Boston, killing robots. Where's the porn come in? I don't think there is any. So they just put that in the title put like, to falsify what you're getting into? Uh, there is drunkenness. Uh, the collectibles you pick up are martinis. Well, I understand that drunken and robot are here. We already we already established the bar and you know the the skin jobs, but what about the porn? It could be just hey, there's a lot of robots in drunkenness, and that serves as pornography. Okay, you know how you hear somebody say that's car porn whenever they show like good looking cars and shit. Yeah, but they they specifically use porn, not pornography. Well, I couldn't tell you. I played about 20 minutes of it for that video, and I haven't really played it again. Um, It's kind of like a Twitch shooter. You know what it actually reminds me of, and this is kind of going out there. I I think Ken played it. It's a game called Exotic. Oh, yeah, that crazy... That, that, That Twitch, you know, do combos and kill stuff and... Yeah, it's a lot like that, 
um, where you're in this kind of like a battle arena and you have like, you've got 120 seconds to kill this thing. And it's like a big boss character. Uh, and you just got to shoot its limbs off and just, you know, blow it up. Uh, but there's other, uh, levels in the game that offer up a hell of a lot more of a challenge, which is having you get a certain score in amount of time. And then there's like cutscenes in between about the drunken robots burning down Boston? No, you get them in voicemails. Oh. After you finish, after you finish a level and stuff like that, you get, uh, voicemails from the robot who burned down your, your bar. And he, he, he is a dick. He wants to remind you of it and stuff like that. And, uh, <laughs> but the coolest thing about this game is the theme song that they play on the, uh, on the, the title screen. Drunk robot porno. It's, it sounds nothing like that. It's, oh. it's, it's weird. It's like a, almost like a rap song. Oh, Jesus. But it's, it's in a robot voice. Uh, awesome. D to the R to the P. This is drunken robot pornography. It's bullshit oh, like that. It's, wow, so it's, it's like the Sugar Hill Gang over here. It, it's it's ridiculous. Wow, <laughs> it's, but it, but it is pretty awesome. All right, I'm um, back in. Yeah, yeah. Give it a shot. It's it's on the browse count if you want to play. Yeah, it, I so. need to I need to go play some weird games like yeah. like Rambo for sure. Well, that's what I'm going to talk about next. Oh. I did play Rambo. Oh man, this game has got to be terrible. This game it is. Has, it looks terrible. This game looks fucking horrible. It's doesn't have any any well-known voice actors in it. Rambo sounds nothing like Rambo. Oh, man, they didn't even get some guy to, like, try to imitate, <laughs> you know, <laughs> Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> that was Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> Damn. Hey, Adrian. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> it is a... <laughs> <laughs> um, That's the worst I've ever heard. I can't. I can't. I can't do Stallone. I just can't. He's too broken to yeah. like, imitate. I don't know. I just can't do it. But um, it's an on rail shooter. Um, but it's weird. I've never seen an on rail shooter where you actually see your hand and gun when you move. Yes, there has been. Most of the time, it's just a cursor. There's there's been that before. Okay, there. Well, th- it's one that. I haven't seen like that before. So um It's on rails? It's not even like an FPS? No. It is on rails. Oh my god, this just keeps getting worse. Um you you move to sections and you have the kind of like the time crisis mechanic where you can actually hide behind stuff oh, and then and then pop back out and then shoot guys. Um but the cool <laughs> the most ridiculous thing of it all is that you have a rage meter. Um and when you kill guys it fills up the rage meter. And in order to, for you to heal yourself, since there's no like health packs to pick up or shoot or something like that, you you heal yourself by initiating rage, which slows down time, turns everything to like this yellowish tint. You have unlimited ammo, and it plays that badass theme song from the Rambo movies. Oh, Jesus. And it's just <laughs> just shoot every fucking body. Does it's he fu- yell? He no. Okay. At least in the parts where I did it, he did not yell. Okay. See that um, that's a disappointment. And the, the the parts that I did was it was the flashback to when he was in Vietnam, and then I played up, up to where he made it to the woods after escaping the police station. Oh my god! Um, so it, it plays through First Blood, First Blood Part Two, and then Rambo Three. 
Oh god, the, I forgot the naming conventions for those movies were awful. It's horrible. It's First Blood, Rambo, First Blood Part 2, and then Rambo 3. Sure, what about sure. Rambo 4? Or just Rambo? It's yeah, just that Rambo. One's, that one's just called Rambo. That's, that is just called Rambo, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Was it like Call of Does Duty? Does that make sense? Call of Duty 4, Modern Warfare, and then there was Call of Duty, Modern Warfare 2. I was like, yeah. what? It's, yeah, it's rough. Man. But it it looks bad. Uh, uh, there's a lot of quick time events sometimes. Um, like in the whole police station escape was just pretty much just a big quick time event. Um, yeah. Oh, that reminds me, I forgot to tell you something about Lord's Shadow. Damn it! Oh, okay. I can't say it on the air. Um, but yeah, that's it, Rambo. Um, they're charging, I think, way too high of a price for that. If it's more than fifteen dollars, it's a bad deal. Then it's a bad deal because I think they're charging twenty nine. Oh, how much? Twenty nine, I believe. I could be wrong. Let me go check uh, Steam here. Uh, that looks like I mean the game. The videos I've seen, the game looks just hideous. It, it yeah. looks like plastic. It's thirty three ninety nine oh, on Steam. My strike a light. Oh no, no, we're we're not doing that. No. Um, what idiot the most, came up with that price? I don't know. Now, don't get me wrong. I will say, and I will give it to it, if I played probably about an hour's worth and only made it to the very beginning of First Blood. So if they have all three movies, then you're looking at probably maybe 10 hours of content. I don't judge. No, no. If it's bad, I don't want 10 hours of bad. Well, that's the thing is, is like the shooting is not that bad. But it's on rails. I mean, it is on rails, but I mean... How can the shooting be bad? All you got to do is aim your cursor. This is true, but I mean, there is some, you know, trying to, you know, dodge out of the way and... and, and Can you use the foot pedal from Time Crisis? If I had a foot pedal, sure. How how do you know it would work? I'm asking if it's supported, man. Does it say it on the Steam page? Supports dumb foot pedal? It does not. Uh, I'm not paying $34 for Rambo... I'm not either. It's it's bad. I mean, it's it's it, it looks horrible. The voice acting's horrible. I mean, yeah, sure, you're playing through all the Rambo's, and if you're a fan of Rambo, you know what happens in those movies. I think you can buy the box set cheaper than that. You, you uh, can. of the movies on Blu-ray, yeah. including including the fourth one. <laughs> I already so. have the fourth one, so. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's um, yeah, I played it okay. for about an hour. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, no, I'm gonna buy that. <laughs> um, that it? I, th- I think I think so. Right. Uh, What's going on this week? Uh, this week, Lords of Shadow Two. Lords, Lords of Shadow. I'm, uh, I, I, I hope it's That's good. Churlish. I, I, I've given you all I can give you yeah. until Tuesday, and then I can unleash my opinion on Twitter because I will, my review won't be done. I would almost guarantee it. Um. Yeah, Lords of Shadow Two. Um, I'm not gonna play Thief. I don't think. Man, uh, that game makes me nervous. Cause, Why? Because it leaked. You know, people were playing it. It's from what I read, it's like five hours long. The AI is just dumb. And five hours. I thought those games were huge. Th- yeah, that's that's the from the wow. from the people who leaked it and were streaming it. It's like the enemies would like just stand there 
when you push them. Um, oh, that's awesome. And then I was reading somewhere that it was like five to six hours to go through the main storyline. <coughs> that is not good. Yeah, and there was something else, which makes more sense now that when, you know, you go asking for review copies and they're like, eh, we don't have any! Okay. Yeah, so, I, I don't know. The reviews will be up on Tuesday, so I guess we'll see what happens, but... I don't yeah. know. That game makes me super nervous, because I was actually interested in it, because I, I'm not a huge fan of the series, but I really enjoyed Dishonored, and people had kind of, you know, said this had a lot... It felt like a Dishonored game, so I was definitely intrigued, but I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know. That's makes me I, nervous. For me, Thief reminds like just hearing somebody talk about it. It reminds me of old school Deus Ex, and I don't like old school Deus Ex. So I, I don't want to play Thief. I don't know. Did you ever play? You never played the originals? No. Yeah. The I, I just I don't know. I think that um, I think it has an appeal to me because I played the originals. But I think it's also probably going to be slightly disappointing to me because I played the originals. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I'm not one That's of the, I'm not one of those I'm not one of those people though that expects that series won't change over time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, I it's completely within my realm of expectation that it's been um, streamlined is the politically correct way to put it uh, for a new audience because I understand that games the way they were when the original two came out don't sell anymore. Um, I get that. But if it's five hours long and the AI is stupid, well, then for me, um, it'll be fine because, you know, it's not a thief game, but Dishonored kind of gave me my sneaking around fix. So... Uh, I am I am interested to see what people think of that game. That will dictate whether or not I pick it up because between Lords of Shadow and South Park, I have very little time that I'm going to have over the next month to play games. So South Park's the week after next, right? It's the week after. Yeah, it's a week from Tuesday. Oh, jeez. Yeah, I'm super stoked. Well, I'm I'm either getting uh, Lords of Shadow or. Um, uh, Thief via GameFly for 360. So I will be interested to hear your impressions of Thief when you actually play it. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll find out. Um, So just Lords of Shadow this week, Drew. Uh, yeah, Lords of Shadow and anything else that may happen crops up. I don't know. Yeah, Alone in the Dark. I'll be playing some Alone in the Dark. Yeah, there's always that. So I guess we'll talk to John. See what he's been playing. Well, this week has been rather interesting for me. Um, I will get out away of the battlefield because I played some more of that. Played uh, some of the second assault maps that went live on the PlayStation Four this week. Um, they are remakes of Battlefield Three maps, which to me feels like a bit of a well. If it hadn't been the fact that I hadn't played Battlefield Three, I'd say it's a bit of a con. Um, I should imagine that um, people who had picked up those maps for original Battlefield. I mean, there may be really good differences, um, but at least when Call of Duty did it, they only put like one of the maps in that had been reimagined and the rest were new, but um, it was still good fun, I guess. Um, so I played some 
uh, Final Fantasy fourteen beta. Um, downloaded that. My internet speed isn't crappy, so I got actually got it downloaded and installed in about twenty minutes. Um, I thought I was going to have some issues because when I tried to play the PS3 beta, because Square is a Japanese company and their internet is from 1992, um, I felt that it was a little bit tricky to try and set up an account because it's not like setting up a Square account. I mean, setting up a Square account is a piece of piss. You put in a Square Enix game and it says, do you want to set up a Square Enix account? and register this game, you go, yes, you do it, it's done, it links it to your ID, and away you go. But with the PS3 version of the beta, you had to link a Final Fantasy Square Enix account to it, and it was it was the most, it was a website right out of the mid-90s, it was atrocious. So I thought that was going to be the same, but it didn't seem to actually work that way. It, um, I logged into a normal Square Enix account, it said, that's fine, would you like to link your id to this and you go yep and done and i was in um it looks pretty i was quite surprised consider i mean when you think mmo you think world of warcraft and you think you know that hasn't aged well have you, uh, obviously. Have you seen the new world of warcraft i haven't seen the new one but i'm talking about obviously the well yeah that, that game is like eight years old and no, absolutely but that's what you think when you think mmos you kind of think oh that's what you expect and it's completely understandable why they do it that way it has to run on older computers to you know, get the most out of the subscriptions of course i understand that but that's kind of what you feel but when you load up the beta on uh final fantasy 14 on ps4 it looks absolutely stunning it looks really really good um the character creation screen is is pretty in depth. Um, you go through a whole lot of presets. I don't know whether these are going to be the full presets or whether there'll be more um, when the full game comes out. But it's it's still pretty in depth. So you get to customize their look, their hairstyle, their hair color, facial features, stuff like that. Um, and then you get to go through the the weird stuff where you pick a class and pick what day he was born on and what moon it was under and that obviously denotes you kind of it yeah it's a bit weird and it doesn't the problem is and i found was that it doesn't fully explain what that kind of means you get a load of numbers underneath it as to what that gives you a benefit to but without actually playing the game and knowing what you start off with it it's kind of a little bit meaningless so i just went with something that sounded cool and and went in a go um there's lots of people playing it, for sure. So I get into the map. It takes you through a, uh, a kind of a tutorial where there are nobody other than you. And then it opens up and then all of a sudden these names and characters all appear. Or, you know, characters with names over there appear. Um, and, you know, it, it, the combat's okay. Uh, they've mapped it to the controller. I would imagine it's very similar to the, the PS3, uh, you know, the way that, that controls. Um but my biggest issue with it is that it's a big place. Um, even, you know, these towns, your, your map's pretty busy. Um, and there's no easy way to navigate. So, you like, for example, the first task you get when becoming or registering with the Adventurers Guild in the town is um, to go visit a few places um, to just, you know, essentially open it up for more tutorials to tell you how to fight and all the trade and stuff like that um it doesn't mark them on the map you have to find them and that map is quite complicated to bring up 
and to navigate. There's no sense of where you need to go. Um, apparently, the PS3 is exactly the same. Um, it does a, a shoddy job of giving you some kind of direction. And that was my biggest fault with it. Is that, And the thing is, I've got a 50-inch TV screen. Um, you know, it's a big TV screen. I don't sit that far away from it. But I think they've forgotten when it comes to what you're seeing on screen. This is a console game and not a PC game. So the text on the screen is incredibly tiny. The map, as I say, you having to squint and zoom right in to try and read the names of the places that you're trying to look for. And because of that, it makes, you know, as I say, you've zoomed right in, so it's hard to find them. And it's those small things that are kind of uh, have put me off. Um, My opinion was I was going to give it a try. Um, If, you know, I've not played an MMO, really. I've delved slightly, very, very slightly into World of Warcraft. And I thought, well, if, you know, if this bait is any good, I'll maybe lay down some subscription, because that's my biggest thing. I don't like the idea of, you know, paying a monthly service for something where for a month I may not play it. Um, so I wanted to give the beta a try, and although it's it's some good first impressions, there are things that will probably hamper my enjoyment, and we'll we'll see how it goes. I mean, maybe this stuff will be addressed, maybe it won't. I don't know, but I did get in, and it was relatively straightforward. And then I bought an Xbox One. Busy day. Why did you buy well, an Xbox One? Because I didn't pay a massive amount for it. But still. Why did you pay anything for? I'm, I'm just I'm asking because I'm trying to figure out. You have a PS4. I yeah. do. So why? Titanfall. One game. No, the yeah. beta. <laughs> the, the beta. beta. Wow. The beta. Yeah, I know, and that's how much I got me. To be fair, I, I as I've mentioned on this show many times before, I was always planning to get one. I wanted the right price. Um, my phone needed upgrading. And my old, old iPhone 5 was still worth a considerable amount because it was a 32 gig. And I literally only had to pay about £100 for the You You needed Xbox a phone one. upgrade and you had an iPhone 5? Yeah. What the, I hell, get is, contract, what the hell is wrong with this world? I, yeah, I work for a phone <laughs> company. I'll get them cheap, mate. Well, I know, I mean, but still. like, I don't think you need... I think the word need is used a little right, okay, sparingly well, nowadays. Let's, let's change that <laughs> one. Um, but anyway... <laughs> Um, that's by the by. I didn't pay a massive amount. I wouldn't have paid full price for it. But um, I, I thought well, this timed well. I first thing because I'm going to go into depth and not into depth, but my opinions on what I played and, and the console itself. First things first. The first one I got crapped out on me. Oh, yeah. I wasn't happy. Um, amazingly, because I got it home on the 19th, and the first thing I did was set it up and get the beta go and uh, downloading for Titanfall because um, I wanted to get because that was ending that night and I wanted to try it it's one of the reasons why I decided to plump for it now I wanted to try it so I got that downloaded um, and I didn't buy any discs for it because I've ordered a couple off of Microsoft I get I've got Dead Rising and Forza coming so um, I ordered those online and they're being sent but this was mainly to, to play Titanfall. That was the first thing I wanted to do on it. Um, it wasn't until like, the day after that I decided, oh, I'll, I'll see how the Blu-ray plays and how it works. Um, and it wouldn't even turn a disc. So it'll, it'll feed it in, 
and the mechanism will pull it in to the point where the disc is fully in the slot, but it doesn't clamp it down onto the seat where it needs to sit. And it just sits there, you can see it in the gap, and it just goes, and wouldn't actually do anything with it. So I had to, luckily I got it from retail, so I took it back, they swapped it out, new one works fine. So that was a great start. Um, So, uh, there are things I like about it. Having, obviously, I mean, you'll probably know this, Ken, having um, both consoles as well. Um, I don't think it's ever going to change. PS4 is going to be my main console. But um, I, when Connect works, I think it's incredible. The ability for me to go X, um, Xbox on... <laughs> oh, God, on. I may have just turned it on. No, I haven't. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought about that. The ability to say that, and it happens, works incredibly well. Um, so does the turn-off part, which is really good. Um, signing in automatically, recognising Connects works an absolute dream for that. I, you know, it's, I'm signed in within milliseconds of it switching on, um, and I think that's brilliant. Um, sometimes it can. I have to sort of like go to Netflix. Uh, you know, you have to kind of pronunciate. Um, which I know is that's a an issue. Bit... I know that's an issue for you, John. Pronunciating. Yes. Yeah. Yes, of course. Um, <laughs> it and um but what the downsides are why isn't it unified so for example if i went to xbox video and i said pause video it'll pause it it'll play it it'll skip it whatever but if i go to netflix that doesn't work it's that unification i thought that would have been kind of built into those apps i mean if they took the time to put pointless trophies into things like um netflix and why didn't they put the time to add voice commands so it is unified and, ex- and you know the experience is is the same for whether i'm watching a, a video on the, at netflix or on uh, on the xbox video service um so that's a little bit weird i'm sure these things will you know iron out as, as time goes on um the user interface is nowhere near as intuitive as it is on the ps4 um they it takes a little bit of getting used to and they would make it a lot easier if you, because you get the ability to pin certain things to the home screen if they had a separate one for games and apps. That would be brilliant. I'd love that. Um, instead, it, it kind of, and I know the whole point is so that you go Xbox, go to, and say the name of the app and you're in the app. Um, but when connect doesn't always work 100% of the time that can be frustrating so I, I would be handy if you had the ability to do that um, controller took a little bit of getting used to it's a little bit smaller as most people know than the 360 um, it doesn't feel as nice as a PS4 one but you know uh, the, the biggest problem I have is the the thumbsticks that I kind of they don't they, they're hard to grip onto sometimes Especially if you're fat like me and have a sweaty palms and you get you start, your thumb sliding off like like it's been greased in bacon fat. <coughs> Jesus. So, wow. so it's, I'm exaggerating, but you know it's it's again it's it's okay, but it's it. I don't know why they decided to to mess with a a, a controller that was it was ideal. Um, but you know it's it's. It's a nice console. It doesn't make a lot of noise. It's fucking huge. Um, I've got that next to my PS4, and poor little PS4 looks tiny considering uh, compared to it. But um, 
you know, I, I, I know the tweets you sent out. I don't overly care about peas. I think it's just a pissing contest. Um, and I, again, the games I've played on it look fine, um, which I'll get onto in a moment. Uh, but I, I'm, you know, considering I didn't pay, I wouldn't, I still wouldn't have paid 429 quid for it. Considering I didn't pay anywhere near that. I'm, I'm happy with the purchase. Um, I'm sure I'll make a great addition over the years. But I think PS4 is going to be my favourite. I think that's the one I'll probably get multi-platform stuff on. I think the Xbox One will be for, for exclusives, which I'm sure will be good over the over the coming 12 to 18 months. So we'll see. Um, so Titanfall. Anyone else play that? Yeah, I've talked about it for the last two weeks, I think. Okay, I wasn't listening. Um, what else is new? <laughs> that's amazing. That is... Um, I had so much fun. And that's that's the key thing. It was it was fun, whereas things like Call of Duty um, and Battlefield kind of got this pseudo seriousness to it. It seems to be um, populated by people who just want to snipe you from halfway across the map. Good luck sniping in this game because you move like a fucking rocket, and it's so so easy to move around. It takes a bit of getting used to, but I it was just f- fun, and that's the thing. It's something that. Playing it, and I, I know I have a good time on Battlefield. It's good, but it, they're completely different beasts. You, I sat, and it was just amazing. I mean, um, I watched. It didn't happen to me, but I, Laura said she'll she'll give it a shot. So she she signed in and um, loaded up the game, and she was. Uh, you know how you get the epilogue where you're being chased or you're chasing your enemy to get to the dropship. Um, she her task was get to the dropship. Um, she was in a Titan, she was fighting away, and um, it ejected her, and she landed in a dropship. That was just, and we were laughing our heads off at it, and I just thought that was genius. It was such fun, such fun. Um, I, 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 that game is going to be amazing. It is super fun. I will give mm-hmm. it that. Yeah, I mean, they might have, I mean, I think, the I mean we're only progressed up to the level cap, which was fourteen. Um, I don't know whether or not the actual leveling up is going to be as quick in the real. Probably in the, in the, not. Yeah. Yeah, because I got to. I mean, as I say, I played it on the last day. I, by the time I'd got it set up, it was about uh, seven thirty eight in the evening, and by one o'clock that night, or that the next, you know, five hours later, essentially. I had leveled up to the cap, and I'm thinking that. I mean, it's, I think it's got to have been over inflated because there's no unless they're going to get to level 200 um, cap sort of thing. That's going to be way too quick. Um, but it, it just I don't know. I'm I'm really looking forward to that. I mean, there's not been a huge amount of information on the single player, um, although some stuff leaked via an art book. Uh, uh, I, I don't like that word. You, no, you, you um, still can't play it by yourself. No, no. Yeah, I mean that's. I mean, I don't know what's going to happen. Um, you know, there is. I mean, they've said the single player is not single. It's not offline. It's an online mode. That you, the idea is you do with friends or with other people, and that's fine. Um, it'll be interesting to see. Um, there's talk of some of the maps having indigenous life on that can attack you. And that can make things interesting, but they'll, obviously... They'll, no, we'll that was bunked. Sorry? They don't attack you. Oh, okay, apparently the art book 
The art book just has no. The art book has the pictures. Uh, Respawn came out and said you just see them in the background. They don't attack you. Oh, okay. That's fair enough then. Um, but I'm looking forward to it. Definitely gonna um, definitely picking that up without a shadow of a doubt. Um, I'm just looking forward to seeing some more maps, different modes, maybe, and some of the different loadouts and the other the other titans are going to be cool. So cool. Um, I also played. Pro Star Go- Power Star Golf. That's a fun game. That is a fun game. That is really good. I mean, I'm I'm partial to a good golf game. I don't like the seriousness of Tiger Woods. It's gone up his own ass, if you ask me. Um, but I, there was a game. Oh, this is and I can't remember the name of that game. I used to play all the time um, on PS2. No, no, it was like it wasn't Hot Shot. Or was no, no, that's everybody's golf well, that's what it's called over here it was on the ps2 and it was like you played a misfits so a bunch of misfit yes thank you that's it and i enjoyed that and this has got kind of it's not exactly the same but it's got this kind of sense to it um a similar kind of tongue-in-cheek um attitude which is quite cool uh you get obviously you've got different golfers you start off with this ex um astronaut called frank and they all get special abilities, and his one is that uh, um, you know is it uh, he can rocket boost his you know knock the ball out of the park kind of thing. Um, uh, the next one, there's one, there's like a magician who can split the ball into five, and the best shot is the one that is counts. And um, this scientist who's created a black hole around the. Uh, the hole and it'll suck in the ball if you get close enough. Um, it kind of adds that little sort of element of fun to it. Um, downside is that it's got a, you can't just buy equipment. You have to buy cards, essentially these packs, um, whether it's randomized much like again, battle packs in, uh, mass effect or mass effect three or battlefield. Um, so you don't always know what equipment you're getting, um, which you know is is okay, but I mean I don't I've never looked, but I assume you can buy coins to get those bigger ones because they start like you earn coins as you go along as you you um, do well in the tournaments as you win tournaments. Those coins are used on those packs and they start at like five thousand, but they go up to like sixty thousand or fifty thousand. Quite expensive. Um, I don't know, I'm sure there's probably an option that you can actually buy coins to get them which is a bit cheeky but it is a microsoft first party title so or a third party title so i guess that falls in line with things like uh, crimson dragon and and uh uh what was that other one forza and stuff like that so um but i'm still i mean you know, i don't if there is i won't touch any of that stuff i i don't agree with buying your way through it um but it's still good fun um i haven't had it bug out a couple of times so yesterday i was halfway through an 18 uh hole match and the game just shut down and it went back to home screen and that was a bit annoying but to be fair i wasn't doing that well in the match so i'd have probably had to restart it anyway but um yeah that's good um played some pickle too because again that was on the uh uh, Xbox One, uh, that should have a different name. It should just be called More Peggle. Um, I don't... Uh, it's a good game. Peggle's a good game, so it's it's fine. Um, what else? I'm sure there's something I played and I can't think what it is. 
I don't know. I'll, it can't be that important. I can't remember. Um, but yeah, so you know, Titanfall. I'm well, well impressed with that. It's, that's definitely um, a must buy for me. Um, um, that's it. All right. What are you playing this week? Um, I shall be playing some more Power Star Golf. I shall be playing um, Forza and Dead Rising Three because I picked those up. Um, Dead Rising Three oh, is and, great. Uh, yeah, um, I mean, I wasn't a huge fan of the first two, not in a massive way, but I felt the time stuff was restricting. But obviously, they've removed that for certain modes in this, so I think I'm going to enjoy it. Um, I've also picked up Strider um, on the PS4. I haven't. I played maybe like the first level or the first section part, the first boss part. Um, I'll probably play some more of that. Alright, so I will talk to the Wombat then. Alright. So, the only thing I've played is Witcher 2. Is that what you're playing right now? Yes. He's mashing that dude. (laughs) 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 So, really not a lot for me to talk about. But next week should be better because I should have um, Fee for... uh, 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 Castlevania to talk about. Sweet. Looking forward to that. I'm definitely looking forward to talking about Lord of Shadow. That's for sure. Alright, well I'll wrap this up. Um, thankfully not a whole lot that we haven't talked about already. Strider was a big one that I played this week, but we've already discussed that. Um, I am playing Lords of Shadow. I can't talk about that until Tuesday. Uh, like I said, the review won't be live unless a miracle happens and somebody... You know, reaches out to me to help me. Um, and then I played some PVZ Garden Warfare, which again, we can't talk about till Tuesday. So, we'll talk about those on Tuesday. I did, however, am playing through Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze for the Wii U. How is that? It's good. It's, um, it's essentially Donkey Kong Country. I mean, you're still collecting... The letters K-O-N-G, puzzle pieces, coins, all that fun bananas. stuff. Yeah, of course bananas. Bananas are like coins, man. So, uh, people have complained that this game is super hard. Like, I've heard people crying that it's, oh, this game's so super hard. It's it's really not that hard. Um, what makes it hard is when you try to collect everything. So, if you're one of those people who has to collect every single letter, every single puzzle piece, yeah, those are super hard to to get. So that makes it pretty hard in that aspect. But actually getting from the beginning to the end of the level, that's not that hard. At least not what I've played so far. Um, It does look really slick. Uh, One of the things I've loved about the last few Nintendo exclusive games for the Wii U is that they're, you know, running that super colorful presentation in high definition, which looks really good. Um, Yeah. A lot like Mario 3D World just looks super awesome. Um Donkey Kong's the same way, it's all 2D, but it's got the 3D going on, and it's it just looks really slick and rounded, and, and just, just really sharp in HD. Um, but there's really nothing super exciting about it. Like, it's just, if you enjoyed Donkey Kong on the 3DS, or if you've enjoyed the Donkey Kong Country games in general, you're gonna like it. Um, it's a long game, it definitely has a lot to it. Um... You know the the innovation of adding Cranky Kong or whatever. It's say what you will. It's just a different way to jump. 
is, is really all it is. And it gives you two extra hits, obviously, because you know, the game only has two hits. Which so is, is, it, is it just Donkey Kong and Cranky Kong? No, there's Cranky Kong, Diddy Kong, and Dixie Kong. Okay. So, and like one of them does like an extra jump. So like when you jump and then you press the button, it'll kind of hover up. Uh, Cranky is like when you jump and then you hold the jump button, you'll bounce on his cane. Uh, and then like one of them lets you float. So like when you jump over a chasm, you can just hold the button down and float across the, the thing. Yeah. But, and Donkey Kong can swim. That's, I guess, new. So he has oxygen, you know. It's straight up old school Nintendo platformer stuff. There's nothing new or super exciting about it, but it is really good. So if you've been craving one of those, and maybe you didn't play the 3DS version, it's definitely worth checking out. Um, but other than that, it's just Donkey Kong Country. so Which is not bad, but also at the same time, it's not super exciting. Yeah. Uh, as far as future finaling goes, I'm going to fight Lords of Shadow this week. Um, probably play a little more Strider. And then I am hoping against hope that we see South Park this week. Because then that would make my world. But otherwise I'll be playing that next week. So. And then I'm going to wait and see what happens with Thief. To whether or not I actually pick it up. Uh, But that's it. So there you go. Short and sweet. So now we can talk about news. Nice. I'm I'm right in thinking that South Park is uh, PS3, Xbox 360, and PC, isn't it? Only it's not PS4, Xbox One. Yeah, it's just last gen PC. Yeah. All right. So news going on this week. Um, The Xbox One update came out, which we talked about last week. Uh, Apparently, there's a bug in it that uh, kicks your screen to like a black screen. Yeah, I've had that happen twice as well. (laughs) So. Microsoft's aware of it, they're trying to fix it, blah, 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 whatever. It's a good start <laughs> to the first update. Well, um, they're, they're pushing an update out very shortly anyway, aren't they? So they'll probably include it with that, fingers crossed. Yeah, but they're also beta testing the Titanfall update, which I think is hilarious. That is the one, though, isn't it? That's the next one. It's meant to be hitting it, about the 4th of March. It'll be here the day before Titanfall comes out. It's, oh, okay, that's, that's that soon, is it? Yeah. I'm quirky. Um, uh, Gran Turismo 5 DLC is going down with the servers in May so you will not be able to play Gran Turismo 5 online or download the DLC come May so here's one of those things we talked about you know if you've paid for that content I hope it's on your hard drive wait 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 wait. So you'll still be able to re-download it yeah, from your list, but you won't be able to buy. Were, yeah, you won't be able, yeah, to, you buy won't be able to buy it. But you won't be able to play online. Isn't that why the servers are, servers are going down? So GTA what now? GT five. Oh, GT five. They said GTA five. I was like, the fuck. I said Gran Turismo. Oh, I just heard you say GT, and I was like, what the fuck? See, no one listens to you, Ken. We've told you this. I tell no, you. I you know, John out there tweeting, when does Strider come out? Oh, I don't know. We only talked about it for an hour last week on the podcast that it was coming out Tuesday. I don't <laughs> fucking know, do I? Jesus. What do I... Jeez, jeez. I gotta give you crap about your new show I listened to. The last one, uh, was it Team Sonic? I would punch you, Twilight guy. Punch you. It's not Team Sonic. It's Sonic, Sonic Team. It's Sonic Team. Oh, please. Namco, Bandai, Bandai, Namco. They actually <laughs> changed their name. I know. <laughs> 
<laughs> Sonic Team has been place. Sonic Team since the dawn of the Genesis. I don't care. Yeah, clearly. Aluminium. Uh, uh, Gearbox is suing uh, 3D Realms and Interceptor over a newly announced Duke Nukem title. Yeah, I heard about that hit today, didn't it? Why are we talking about Duke Nukem? Gearbox clearly <laughs> doesn't want to make another one, so why not let Interceptor do it, who might actually do a good game? Because that's, you know, it's all about the IP probably shit. <sighs> yeah, because Duke Nukem Forever sold boatloads, right? Of course it did, because it was such a great game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, here's one. This one. Wow. What the hell's going on here? We all know Kiefer Sutherland took over for uh, David Hayter and Metal Gear Solid. Probably, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. In a recent interview, the 24 star also let slip that he recently finished work on a Mortal Kombat game. Mm. Wow. Really? Mm. Now, do you think Snake's going to be in that as a downloadable character, and that's why? Or did they mention anything like that, or was it... He just let different... slip that he was that he just finished work on a Mortal Kombat game. No specific... Is that possible? Yeah. It could be a PS4 exclusive Snake, although that's dumb. I will say that right now. That's really dumb. I would say more likely DLC for either, because obviously Metal Gear is for either now, so... No, I don't care. It's still dumb. Hmm. (laughs) I'm sorry, but Solid Snake in a gory fighting game is dumb. (laughs) Solid Snake... If he's got to put that QCQC thingy to use, isn't he? CQC? Thank you. Close quarters combat. Jesus. Yes, I know. I'm taking the piss. No, but I mean, putting Snake in a Mortal Kombat game is it's just dumb. I don't know. Like, eh. Sell more copies, I don't know. Uh, probably. Of course it will. So, I don't know. So, I, I, I knew that NetherRealm was working on the new Mortal Kombat. I just knew it in my gut, but I'm kind of curious what it is. Well, it'll be two years from nine, won't it, uh, come March time? Oh, it's about two years from nine, isn't it? Well, yeah, because they did Injustice last year. Last year, yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, Titanfall was supposed to be the first game Xbox One owners could preload, and then it's not. Oh, has that changed? Yeah, that you can't preload Titanfall anymore. I wonder why. So, there's that. Uh, hey, the PS4 came out in Japan this week. I don't think Sweet. Japan really Sweet. cared. <laughs> oh, I'm sure they did. Well, I mean, it's not like it is over here. That, that's the thing. It's Times have changed. Well, Japan is mostly a handheld market. Yeah. So, I mean, the yeah. PS4 will probably be the best-selling console in Japan, but it probably won't be as big as it is over here and in Europe and stuff, so. Mm. Oh, what else is going on? There's a new Tony Hawk game coming. Tony Hawk. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, Tony Hawk actually confirmed that they were working on a new game. And then one of Swords said, Really? I thought that was hilarious. He actually uh, didn't even know about it. <laughs> or he did, and he's trying to play it down. You know what I'm saying? Well, well I, no. the PR people are good about that. They're like, oh, really? I didn't know about that. Uh-huh. Sure you didn't. Nobody in the game industry ever lies. Nope. Uh, so we get to the big story. Uh, Irrational Games laid off all but 15 people. Uh, so, and that—that's all that's left. Ken Levine and his team of fourteen dudes going to be making digital games, not disc-based <laughs> games, digital games. You know that—that—that that, that is complete and utter bull crap. 
why. Yeah, I'm kind of curious as to your reasoning behind this. It's not like they made a flop. I mean... No, but they have come out and said it did not sell what they <sighs> thought it would. When you, spend, oh, whatever. when you spend six years working on a game, it tends to cost a little bit of money. Yeah, just a little. That's the problem that Bioshock Infinite had. No, and no I mean... We're, we're not going to disagree on the fact that was a great game, no. but it didn't sell GTA Five numbers. It never was going to. And as you say, that game was years and years and years and years in development. And I, you know what? Maybe Ken Levine has become disillusioned with the way things are at the moment, and you can't blame him for that. No, it's it's a good game, and it sold decent. Um, it probably didn't meet what they needed to justify a six-year development cycle. Yeah. And that's... I, really, I don't know. It's just... It feels like Ken Levine comes off as a douchebag for doing this. Well, that's because... Uh, granted, I, I great. Uh, his idea. What? Yeah. I have to imagine it was not his idea. I mean, it, the, the bottom line is corporations very rarely um, are going to say, well, we're 2K and we've decided we're going to shut down Irrational Games. We're going to keep core members and let them work on something else. Um, they're going to do the, the face-saving thing and say, well, you know, Ken just really wants to work on smaller projects, but I guarantee it came down from 2K that, look, you're not going to be able to keep the development studio you have now. Yeah. So if you want to keep some guys and make some smaller games, that's fine, but you can't keep it the way it is. I guarantee that was not his decision, even if that's the way it's been presented. He certainly wouldn't have wanted all of those people laid off. I mean, um, but I mean, it, as you say, it's it's been that long in development. You all know that when big games wind down, the development team shrinks. People are you know move on to other projects. Um, but it's obviously they're a big family there because they've worked together for so long on these on these last few games that it just is it does has come as a bit of a shock, I guess, to to um, to people outside of uh, of that house. Um, I the guy's a clever guy, and I think whatever he does next will probably be incredible. And and it'll be interesting to see that you know what he does with a downloadable only title, one where the budget is nowhere near the size of something like Bioshock Infinite. But it is just a shame for those people that um, who were part of that family for so long having to find work elsewhere. The thing is, this problem isn't just. Irrational's problem. This this problem is is next gen. Any company that truly takes advantage of next generation hardware runs at this exact risk that Irrational Gaming has run. Unless you're unless you're one of those uh, 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 games that you know basically makes a yearly a, a yearly alteration every year. What I'm trying to say is, if you want to take a risk, oh, it's it's got to be a downloadable game. Uh, it, it, it can't it can't be it can't be something that truly takes play takes you know advantage of a system. Uh, uh, only only the sure fired, um, only only the the, the for sure breakout um, hits are going to be able to have any development freedom at all whatsoever. And then it's like everything else is like, oh, just ma- j- just make your, uh, you, you know, you want creativity, yeah, just go to iOS and get away. No, well, get no, out of that, here. 
that doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to get bad games. Uh, it means yeah, you're going to, I, it, you know, you're going to, yes, it, you're right, Call of Duty, um, you know, your FIFA's, your Madden's, your, your Need for Speeds, they're the ones that are going to get the budget behind them. You're going to see um, when, uh, with costs increasing with the new generation, you are going to see less big AAA titles unless they're either uh, first party or um, second party funded, uh, which is, you know, like Titanfall or The Order. You know those. You, you'll see that, but that that's not necessarily a bad thing. Um, just because uh, a game has a lower budget and is less of a risk, but is yeah. downloadable only, it doesn't yeah. necessarily mean you're going to have a bad game. In actual fact, it may reinvigorate the industry. You know where we've become stale with these constant um, yearly iterations of, of games that don't really iterate that much. Yeah. I, I actually totally agree with what you just said, John. Um, it, it, it's just that, yeah, it, it'll take some time for it to uh, for it to get that way. But for the time being, it's 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 basically like you know, back in the past, you know, when when every every single game back in the eighties, you know, had like really small development teams. Um, everybody was pretty much on equal ground. All the, uh, all the, you know, the, 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 the big games that were coming out, you know, had about the same amount of, you know, people that were developing the game for as, as the same amount, of, same amount of people that were making games for, um, games that, you know, were, were innovating. And, and over time, and even in the nineties, like Dreamcast, there were some big budget Dreamcast games, that were that were risks, you know. That they, they, they were, you know, um, they were in. They were both innovative and powerful games. Um, but it seems like the more and more into the future that we're that we're getting, and I do think that there will be a renaissance because due to uh, indie games. But the the Renaissance isn't quite here yet. But we're I think we're at the uh, the cusp of it. Um, where um, for but for right now, innovation and use of power are two completely different categories. Whereas back in the past, they they would be coincide with each other. But I do agree with you, John, that once some indie games break out, make a bajillion dollars, right? Then they will basically earn their opportunity to be like, okay, now let's make a big budget equivalent of this type of game. But it'll take it'll take some time. But I, I do I do think that I do think that it'll it'll, uh, it'll, it'll jump back and yeah, I, I'm just a little bit frustrated right now because there are people who considered. Um, Bioshock Infinite to be maybe not game of the year, but definitely like in the top five. And you know, I I personally haven't played the game yet, but from what I've heard, it was it was pretty darn good. It was far from bad. It was even I, I heard it was even far from mediocre. But I mean, and Ken Levine, he's a, he's a guy with such a vision. I I, I truly think that he's a really uh, out of the box thinker um, when it comes to gaming and narrative and gaming, and it just 
it just sucks balls that uh irrational that this happened to irrational gaming it it uh it pissed me off so that's kind of that's kind of where I'm at right now but to ask the question here you just you ranted about people not taking chances with innovation what did Bioshock Infinite innovate it was a narrative driven shooter I've seen that a thousand times and the shooting was just okay yeah, I mean, if you want to go, if you want to go into that, Singularity is a story-driven first-person shooter that had better shooting mechanics than Bioshock Infinite, and I mean, that and game if you look was at, a 2010 flop. Yeah, and if you look at Bioshock Infinite, it's not it, you know it was it, it's a straw, story-driven game. That's what made that as good as it was. Yeah, it it's was good. You know, mechanic-wise, it was exactly the same as Bioshock. Yeah, I mean, there was nothing innovative about that title. It's a good story. It was it was the equivalent of watching well, the, a movie with a really good plot. The, let's say there was nothing innovative about the gameplay. The story itself was relatively innovative, but the the gameplay was not. Yeah, and I, I mean, and that's the problem with looking at games is you've got to look at both sides of that, and it's like, well, the story the story might have been original. For all intents and purposes, it was a sequel. It was, but they still did stuff with that story that I hadn't seen. Well, they wrapped right. it up. Yeah. But as far as the game goes, no, it's it's a pretty boring arena shooter. You know, get you into a locked-off area and fight 20 guys and then move on to the next locked-off area. Sure. So, I don't know. I, I disagree a lot with the indie stuff because there are indies out there who are making a bajillion dollars. Mojang says hi. Um... <laughs> And there's indie developers out there who make complete and utter shit. I mean, and their games sometimes make a lot of money and they're garbage. And the indie scene is losing its innovation too in the fact that I don't know how many 8-bit roguelike games have come out in the past six months. Yep, yep. So, I mean, seriously, is that any worse than releasing a Call of Duty once a year? But there's less risk, isn't there? That's the thing, and that's that's of course. what it boils down to. Of course, but it's a business. It's all Call, about the money. Call of Duty's going to make money. If I'm a business and I want to make money, it's just like McDonald's. What What do you think I'm going to put on my menu? I'm going to put the Big Mac because that's my money maker. You know, Activision's money maker is Call of Duty, so I'm going to put Call of Duty out forefront. Bioshock Infinite. This was the second time. That 2K had allowed a rational, you know, well, how much ever time they needed to make a game. They took six years. That's a little much. Yeah. In the grand scheme of things, I mean, GTA was only what five? Was it four or five years since GTA Four to five? Five. Yeah, and I mean, that thing sold a bajillion copies. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know. Not every game that makes money is a yearly iterative sequel. Metal Gear is going to sell a ton. And it takes years to make those games. Yeah. So, I don't know. I think it's crappy that everybody lost their jobs. I'm not insensitive to the fact that people losing their jobs, that's that's a crappy thing to happen. But at the same time, from a business perspective, I understand it. Put him on a smaller team, less money, less risk for 2K. And, and that's just what they're going to do. And the downloadable mm. title things, well, that's the way things are going, aren't they? They're, they're, it seems to be the natural order of things at this point. It's going to progress to to where 
uh, a majority of stuff is downloadable only in the next five or so years. Yeah, there will. Uh, it will eventually get to the point where disc games are only going to be your Call of Duties and yeah, your yeah. you know your yeah. Madden's Mad- and stuff yeah, like Madden's that. and stuff. Yeah, uh, that's, and that's just a natural regression of the industry. So you know, that's not that's not the end of the world. You know, no, it's not because there are tons of great digital cost. games. Yeah, yeah, lowers the cost, cost yeah. Uh, shortens the development time, and it allows people to get games that people want in people's hands faster. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, you know, Jason cited the Dreamcast. Yeah, there was a lot of innovative titles in that, but there's a reason why a lot of them didn't get sequels. You you go Show back... Show me anyone. Uh, I mean, you go back and you play those games, some of them aren't very good. <laughs> you know, they might have done something differently, but come on, dude. Seaman. Seriously, that was novel for what, like an hour and a half? Right. You know, did you really want a sequel to that? <sighs> no. Have you have you tried to go back and play Jet Set Radio? Oh god, that's awful. That awful. game plays like garbage. Uh, <laughs> I mean I, I, just go back to two thousand eight and play Alone in the Dark. Yeah, well that's that's a special that's your job. <laughs> That is my job. <laughs> uh, but I mean, just saying, you know, the, the games that you hold dear sometimes don't hold up as well over the years. It's sad, it is, you know. And then there are games like people go, "Why do you hold on to Zelda so tightly?" I went back and played Link to the Past. That game is still butter. Yes, that game plays great. It's 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 greatly paced. It's it's just a good game. Nintendo knows how to make video games. Yeah, so there's not enough of them. No, they're, they're well. <laughs> It depends, I guess, how you look at that. I mean, we're getting, what, like six or seven Nintendo franchises this year. That's more than Sony and Microsoft are going to pump out. So, eh, I'm just, you know, internally, that is more. I was about to say, they don't really make that many nowadays. So, and you know, if you want to go back to talking about the order, I think that looks kind of bland. Yeah, yeah that, that, that gameplay yeah. looks. Yeah, it's, I don't know. I saw the video it for that. Pretty. It, it looks pretty. It's gorgeous. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think yeah, I've seen a game my, yeah. my point, I pulled the order out on the point that that's a franchise that's being funded by a console maker so it's that's a, yeah that's an exception to the rule um yeah I mean I saw some of the the footage this week um I think it looks incredibly pretty it's going to have to do a lot more than just third person cover based mechanics to pull me in yeah, I've, I've played four Gears of War games. I'm really tired of that concept. <laughs> yeah, that that yeah. needs to do something. To, it needs to either have an incredible story or an immersive world or do something more than that. And obviously, we'll only find out as it gets closer to um, to, to release. So. Yeah, I, I hope that game is really good because when Microsoft mm. said they bought Gears, I'm like, oh, great, another waste of a year because I don't care. Yeah. You know, I've, <laughs> I've played enough Gears that I don't care. Like, that story's done. I, I don't... <laughs> I have no interest in revisiting Marcus Phoenix and his tree trunk legs. I just don't. So, I don't know. I'm I'm a lot more interested in, you know, Sunset Overdrive and Infamous Second Son. Both of those games look really fun and interesting. So, but whatever. We'll see where these games, where they land. Is anybody getting uh, Dark Souls 2? <laughs> I absolutely am. I have not played through Dark Souls 1, so why would I buy Dark Souls 2? <coughs> Excuse me. And I, think I might it, uh, I might rent it and check it out. Just I just I don't know. I've got Dark Souls sitting there, and I eventually want to force myself to play through that game, but I don't find a reason to buy Dark Souls because by the time I play Dark Souls two, I will probably be able to pick it up for five dollars on Xbox Live, like I could Dark Souls a couple weeks ago. And if I want a game that's going to frustrate me to the point of anger, I'll just play Flappy Bird. Yeah, that's right. 
What's your high score, John? Thirty fucking two. <laughs> wow. Come on, man. It's, I know, and I, I just—it uh, is the mobile equivalent of Dark Souls. <laughs> I, I don't know if I'd say that. Oh uh, yeah, no. People I'm actually, saying, you know, people actually, you know, <laughs> enjoy Dark Souls. Well, people uh, hey, enjoy, enjoy Flappy, Flappy Bird. Bird. Yeah, people enjoy. Yeah, but it's Flappy kind Bird. of narcissistic, isn't it? It's not so much it an enjoyment as it's it's self punishment. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you can if you've got Little Big Planet on the Vita. They have, oh yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, they recreated that game to a T. <laughs> so you can go download that mod for Little Big Planet on the Vita. Oh, my oh, high score is one sixty-five. Wow, that's impressive. So have no I'm, life. I'm kind of a big deal. You're kind of a big deal. You haven't made it to level nine 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 yet. Isn't that where the Mario references really get heavy? No idea. So, I don't know. Fla- I, you know, I'd never played Flappy Bird ever. You best off not. So, uh, well, you any- can't now if you didn't download it already. You can still yeah, do it on Android. Oh, you can? can? Yeah, you yeah. can go SDKs. Yeah, that's the that's the benefit of Android being open is that stuff still exists. Huh. So, I'm assuming you could probably do it on an iPhone if you jailbroke it too. I'd imagine. I don't think so. Yeah, yeah. you go grab. But to them. be fair, there are a million bloody clones on there now, yeah. so it's easy to get your fix, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Christ, Flappy Miley Cyrus for fuck's sake. Was oh, it Flappy Dog? Yeah, Flappy Dog too, right? Flappy Penguin. Oh, Flappy Plane, which makes no sense. Oh, Christ, I know this stuff needs Weird. to stop, man. <laughs> people immediately, and there you go, Jason. People immediately try to cash in on the popularity of Flappy Bird. You know why? Because Flappy Bird made a boatload of money. And, that's like, and then and then open the doors for everyone else by fucking going off the store. It's like you're literally giving them license to do it. Well, it's funny, really? because, and that game is essentially just Jetpack Joyride. It's not like... They, well, without the fun. Well, yeah, I mean, and then, you know, just like Angry Birds was the... It's, it's all about the right place, right time, man. Oh, yeah. Angry Birds was a copy of a game that had been on iOS and stuff before, and they just happened to hit while the iron was hot, so... Yeah, that's, and in, in two yeah. months there'll be something else, and it's that's the ever changing um, world of the mobile platform. You remember when everybody was playing Words with Friends? Yeah. Oh god, yeah. <laughs> and then drawing, what, and draw something, draw something. something. Yeah. yeah, we all played draw something. Yeah, it's always yeah. the flavor of the month. Uh, anyway, we got an email. Yay! Uh, from Sean, which is good because we have no tweets. We have one, I think. Really? Seriously? Yeah, I know. That's new. Blue, Blue, where are you? Uh, Sean says what's up guys hope all is well on last week's show you guys had a good rant on Final Fantasy and I thought I would chime in uh, with something I'd like more some more discussion on when a game series changes too much from its original base shouldn't it switch to a different franchise name uh, the problem I have with Square as of late is after Final Fantasy X when they abandoned the traditional turn based combat they should have made a new franchise Final Fantasy Thirteen, in my opinion should have never been a Final Fantasy game it should have been a different franchise altogether though I understand keeping the name from a money standpoint. Yeah. Seeing that new franchises are harder to get off the ground. The old Square used to make different franchises such as Chrono Trigger, which in today's Square which in today's Square mentality would have been a Final Fantasy game, due to the fact that they oh. are too scared to branch off. What do you guys think about this, or any other video game franchises that follow this form? I think uh, Bravely Default is uh, Square's branch. Other branch, yeah. Yeah. Yep. 
I think he's bang on the money when he says it's about the name and it's uh, the weight that that carries. I mean, back when Final Fantasy XII came out, which essentially was a sequel to X, the Final Fantasy name obviously carried a lot more weight. Not so much now, obviously, but, you know, I think when you get to sort of 12 and 13, you're kind of, you're fucking down that route for a lot. Good, aren't you? I mean, it's it's getting ridiculous. We are, you know, you know full well you're gonna, there's going to be a Final Fantasy twenty, and it's, you know, flogging a dead horse again, uh, essentially. But while the name carries weight, then they're, they're going to milk it because they know they'll get extra sales out of it. Well, yeah. uh, I mean, Final Fantasy's always changed up something. Yeah, sure, they may not have had the active battle time system active from like time Final F- active, active time battle system, Babble. whatever. Yeah. It's it's <laughs> from you know from like Final Fantasy six, seven, eight, mm. stuff like that. But I mean, you know, they always change up things, and you know, they, I, I've, I've never played twelve, but. From what I hear, it's vastly different from the other ones too, and I'm just like, well, I mean, they just—that's another way of them changing it up, you know. It's yeah. Um, so I mean, yeah, sure. I mean, it, that's totally a matter of opinion. I think Final Fantasy twelve, Final Fantasy thirteen, or which one am I thinking of? I'm thinking of. Well, twelve is the one. The, the not MMO. The bunny yeah. rabbit. Chip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eleven was the MMO. Then it was okay. 12, then twelve, which was. And then obviously 13. 13, and yeah. And then 13, 14. And Nobody remembers 12. That's what's hilarious about that. Because, yeah. because it came out after like the 360 had already been out, right? Yeah, but 360 didn't have a Final Fantasy, so that was it's, it was kind of different back then. I don't know. Like I never played 12. That's In fact, I can, oh. safely, I can safely say I have never even seen footage of that game. Are you serious? I'm you've dead to, serious. You've had to have seen the bunny rabbit. I think people. you, I think you, I think you posted a picture of the bunny rabbit stuff before, but I've never actually seen that game in motion. Huh? Yeah, it looks a lot like the character models from like Eleven. Like they're taller and skinnier, um, but they're still fantasy-driven setting. Yeah, that was yeah. always a big difference for me. Is when you go from like Final Fantasy seven to eight, and you went from the short, like chibi characters to the taller and then in nine you go back to the shorter characters and well nine was supposed to be more more of a throwback to like four yeah or more like five yeah you you reintroduce things like mages and things like that and jobs and bits and pieces didn't they 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 try to go to a more fantasy setting while in final fantasy seven and final fantasy eight it was kind of like a futuristic uh, you know industrial World. I, I think yeah. we, I think we should just get it out of the way. Make a Scooby Doo RPG where you can have a love interest between Daphne and Velma. That's what everyone wants. I, yeah, clearly that's, that's clearly. Cool. Uh, you know, if yeah. you want a good business idea, there you go. Yep, make it happen. Make it like Dragon Age, but you got to solve mysteries. Those are your quests. <laughs> and the Harlem yes. Globetrotters are going to make an appearance. You're, you're a if fan it of you uh, pesky kids. <laughs> You're a fan, you're a fan of uh, video game music, aren't you? I like yes. RPG music. Sure. Um, Final Fantasy XII, in my opinion, has the best final boss music I've ever heard. I don't hmm. know. You ain't played that final boss in Blue Dragon. <laughs> that's, that's true. That's some pretty good music, man. That's like Get you pumped up. It's, it's like it does. 
it has like opera singing in it, but yeah. it with heavy metal soundtrack in the background. Yes, yeah, it's pretty awesome. It does sound pretty cool. That's hot cool. It is While you're cool. fighting this giant boss. That looks like an ant. That's so ridiculous that we called it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it is pretty crazy. You can listen to that spoiler on the Phoenix Down. There you go. Phoenix Down! Now! <laughs> Phoenix Down! Uh, you do listen. Uh, I mean, fuck it. We can spoil it on here. Come on, it's a fucking 2007 game. Uh, I'm still whatever. Just in case well, there's I'm, that I'm, one guy out if, there. If anybody gets pissed off at me, I'm going to say it right now. Spoiler alert: We're going to spoil the very ending of Blue Dragon. The final boss of Blue Dragon is the little dumb parrot thing that was the main bad guy's like pet. <laughs> Really? Yes. It repeated. It repeated things that Nene would say. So he's like, "I'm going to kill you. Kill you now." <laughs> you know, it's this dumb shit like that. He transforms into this giant fucking thing. He was the guy pulling the strings all along. I'm like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" <laughs> <laughs> that sounds giant... like the worst thing ever. <laughs> it was. Pre- yeah, it was pretty bad. It was oh fucking stupid. I was like, are you kidding me? And that was the hardest boss in the fucking game. Yeah, it was. Wow. Oh. <laughs> so, but anyway, yeah, there's Blue Dragon. This is the beginning. Yeah, where it all gets started. All right. Um, let's move on and hammer out these. I We got another tweet while we were yes. talking about that. So, Actually, I don't think I read this last week. Um... Mighty Mookie says, you know what? The more I listen to different gaming podcasts, the more I miss N4G podcast because it's my first favorite. Oh, Thank you. That's right. Uh, Nivek says, hey, do you think Sony is finally cracking the formula for its first party exclusives, pushing three to four titles a year? We kind of just discussed that. I don't know about the order. I'm I mean, still curious. It looks cool. No, I still want to play it, but Obviously, yeah. the show is going to kill. That thing looks... Wow. The cra- you want to hear something crazy? I'm even contemplating buying that. Yeah, I am too. Like, And I don't like baseball. Yeah, that game looks super good. <laughs> I'm going to have to check this out. I haven't seen anything on that Just, game. That game yeah, looks yeah, fucking amazing. Awesome. Just look at the beards, man. Where do you see the beards? Yep. Mm. Uh, next-gen beards. It is next-gen beards. Where it's at. That and Infamous, and then Uncharted won't be out this year. No. No way on God's green earth. They'll push... They don't want it. I mean, we all know the orders this year. That's where they're going to want to push. How much you want to bet there's a new downloadable Ratchet game this year for the PS4? You think? I can see that. Come on. Because Into the Nexus didn't sell overly well, did it? I don't think that series has... I don't think that series has sold well in, like, four games... Mm. They just keep not, not since future. I, is there a Sony franchise that sells really well outside of Uncharted? Infamous does all right. Yeah, but is it really worth but, the money they put into it? I'm sure no, they I make don't. the money back. Yeah, I mean, it just seems like none of their franchises are kill. I mean, Gran Turismo probably yeah. does pretty well. Or did God yeah. of War? I don't know if it does anymore. Yeah, well, Ascension didn't do that well. Yeah, yeah that's that was. That was a... I don't know why they released that. Same reason Other Microsoft than, released Judgment. Yeah. It was a year yeah, too late. Just, 
Yeah, that just seems fucking weird. Yeah. I think the show and Gran Turismo are pretty much the only real consistent ones. The show's kind of unfair. It's kind of like Madden. Like, even yeah. when 2K made a baseball game, it was usually garbage. So bad. Yeah. So it's like, the show is, if you own a PlayStation platform, which if you're into baseball, you probably do, you're going to buy that game. Yeah. Because, yeah. man, they just, they're like, well, they're also like the polar opposite of Madden, like, even though there's not really any competition, they just keep making it better. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> Which is why I hope the rumors of uh, NFL 2K coming back, because then maybe we'll actually get a good upgrade football. Ah, no. Well, I'm not saying 2K will do it, but it might force Madden actually. Madden to, to do better. Do or, or, or Madden will like, yeah, we don't need to worry about that. Right, we'll see. Because all pro... No, Man. no. All Pro was terrible. ESPN 2K5 is still amazing to this day. Yeah. I mean, that's that's old-ass game now, though. Dude, I, I, I watched it recently, and outside of the outdated rosters, that game still presentation-wise looks better than Madden. It's crazy. It is. Clearly, the graphics don't look as good, but presentation-wise, it's better. Oh, I miss that game. I think I'll go play it later today. Why don't you record a video of it? Yeah, I should, shouldn't I? Mm-hmm. All right, uh, last tweet comes from H Dogger. He says, Do you think that I can beat Dark Souls in time for Dark Souls 2? I just beat the gaping dragon in the depths, if that helps. Depends on how many hours you put in a day. I beat that game in 27 hours. Dark Souls 2 is the 11th? Uh, yeah. So two weeks? So you've got two weeks. I mean, if you play that exclusively for two weeks, absolutely. That's totally viable. Yeah. <laughs> There's Jason chiming in. He's not even beat the first boss. <laughs> I did. That's why I'm keeping shot. I've got no idea how long I, 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 I did beat, beat the first boss. Uh, I'm just giving you a hard I, time. I, I, did you I beat the second? I didn't get much further than that, but... <laughs> you beat the first boss in Dark Souls or Demon Souls? Both. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm the same way. I've beat the first boss in both games. <laughs> now, wait a minute. What, what boss are you talking about, Ken? you talking about the... I'm talking about the actual one out on the bridge, not the okay. tutorial boss. All right. Yeah. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. No, no. The tutorial boss don't count. <laughs> and the Demon Souls, I beat the big blob that was covered in shields. Flanix. Yeah. So. Flanix. I don't know how to pronounce that. Is it Phalanx? Phalanx? Yeah. I thought it was Phalanx. Yeah, I don't know. Go ask John. He knows how to pronounce things. Hey, Saul. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's it's terrible. Like the headphones that I have on, the right ear just went out. So like it's really messing with my head. Yeah, I hate when that happens. Oh, uh, I think these are broken. I think I'm about to find another pair. Oh my god. But that's it. Uh, unless somebody else tweets in like the next couple of minutes. That makes me sad. We only had like two tweets. Yeah. So. Why playing it? That's the, well, that's the first thing that we're going to talk. Get on the Twitter. Follow us at N4G Podcast and send us your tweets every Sunday and ask us crazy questions. You can send them throughout the week, too. Oh, you want some yeah. breaking news? Uh, uh, yeah. Netflix just agreed to pay Comcast for the throttling. <gasps> that's a big deal over there, isn't it? Yep. Over here, we don't have it. They're not allowed. So, there you go. Expect your Netflix subscription price to raise at least a dollar. 
But if you've got Comcast, it means it'll play all right. Yeah, it's actually going to work now. Oh, we got a tweet. Hey. Blue Apple Blue saved the day. Hey. Oh, just hey. no, get ready. Here they're going to dependable, gonna dependable uh, Blue Apple Blue. Although this question, I don't know. He says, "Do you think Sony is making a mistake by having so much first-party devs? The third-party games run better on PS4. Games are easier." I don't think it matters really. I mean, if a third-party developer can make a good game work well, first party's just got as much. I think it's not about it's about the games they make, not about the fact that they you know they don't buy a, um, a development team. It's it's about the exclusivity of those games, not about whether or not they can do a better job. Yeah, I mean, look at the perfect examples Insomniac. They're over there making a game on Xbox One. So, yep. We'll see. We'll see how that stuff pans out. I'm very interested in a lot of these new IPs that both companies are putting out, and I hope they're good good games. And I think we'll hear some more. Obviously, as we get to E3, I think there's still stuff to to be stuff we don't know about to to be seen. And oh, it's clearly. Exciting. Clearly, that Microsoft's probably going to bring something back. Sony will probably bring something back. It's just, that's the way it works. Mm. And then, of course, you know, think about all the games we haven't seen in a while that are we're just waiting for their next gen debut. Gears of War and God of War, Mortal Kombat. <laughs> you know it's coming. Yeah, of course. Well, obviously, um, Keitha says so. Hey, whatever Kiefer says. Absolutely. I believe yep. it. Jack Bauer. Oh, got another tweet. Oh, Blue. busy. Uh, no, it's uh, it's dirty. Oh, he wow. says, wanted to get the Xbox One version of Titanfall, but I'm the only one with a one. So do I need to get 360 version to play with my crew? No, you can you can add me. I don't know if he's on my list, but I'll I'll be having it. I'll be playing it. I will be playing. Of a doubt. Yeah, I will be playing Titanfall. That game. We really, we really need to get something together for that, because that's going to be amazing. Yeah, I'm down. Play some Titanfall one night for a Hell couple yeah. hours. Hell yeah. We've not done that since Gears of War 2. I know. They, they're that scary. Um, you know, I remember us all getting on there, and, have, and at the time I couldn't play that game for shit. But it was still good fun, and we need to do that. And get some of the listeners involved as well, those that do want to pick up Titanfall on the Xbox One. You know, have a night of it. Fuck it. should try. No, I, I did a Killzone 3 night. And had a few listeners join us and stuff. Oh, we need to go. do that for Titanfall. We we do. Yeah, I think Titanfall. We'll sort something out. We'll sort something out. Uh, but that's it. So, uh, like I said, follow us on the Twitter at N4G Podcast. Uh, you can also follow everybody individually. Drew is at DML Fury. John is at John W UK. Ryan is at R Wombold. Jason yeah. is at Gambus Con. Uh, and then, Con. Yeah. It's just one A. Just one A in con. <laughs> uh, and then you can follow me and the site at ZTGD. Uh, you can also check out our other shows, uh, also available on iTunes. Uh, ZTGD Phoenix Down, that's also on Twitter. And then, of course, ZTGD News Bursts, which will be back this week, I'm assuming. It is, yeah. I was I couldn't do this week due to um, personal obligations, but uh, we will be back next, uh, next weekend. Um, I, I will not be able to join you. <laughs> Well, it depends if Justin can actually join me in, because we might not be back if he's not available. And yeah, I, I, I do have a, I've got a birthday party to go to on Friday. No, no worries. So, so then, hopefully, if, if Justin's available, but obviously he's, um, he's got personal stuff going on with his education that takes forefront, but um, if he's available, we'll be there. And then uh, you can always follow us on the Facebook, Google+. 
<laughs> still makes me laugh when you say goofy. I quiet. I know, like I'm the one that has to post that shit. So everything else is automated because Google Plus doesn't like to open its API. I don't know really? why it's Google. It, yeah, it is Google. It's, it's fucking it's stupid that that shit does that. Uh, of course, you can hit up the YouTube channel. DTGD original programs. Watch some great uh, Rambo and uh, drunken robot pornography going up this week. I'm going to record another video of Fate. Fate. It's um. You gotta it have tr- fate, to fate, to fate. <laughs> no, you have Michael reference. Look at that. The um, but it's uh, it's actually the game that the Torchlight developers created before making Torchlight. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's a little older game, but it's actually you can totally see how Torchlight became Torchlight from that game. So maybe I will throw in an NFL 2K5 video. Bam! Maybe I'll record that one night this week. Just play maybe two quarters of a game. Show you how awesome that game still is. Um, I think I'd leave us reviews on iTunes. Uh, we don't have any. So checked. Yeah, we don't have none. Haven't had any in a while. Hit us up on the iTunes. Leave us that review. Let us know what you think. And I think that's it. Look forward to hearing about new games this week that we can talk about on Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> you can hear yeah. two people with different... Well, I doubt he'll tweet about it, but two people with different opinions about Garden Warfare. Yeah, Justin doesn't tweet. No, he doesn't tweet. So, no. And then I will I will expel why I couldn't finish Lords of Shadow on Tuesday. <laughs> 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 so, <laughs> we'll find out about that. Indeed. So... Uh, but if that's it, if nobody has anything else, then Jason can do his thing and we can get on out of here. Alrighty then. It goes something like this.